At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. Monday is here. Monday edition DC City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Frank Hanrahan from Visa. Hope you had yourself a very good weekend. Good to be back with you. It was a great weekend for the Nationals. They don't have a game tonight, but uh, I'm telling you, when we have a hot team in DC, you got to ride them. So uh, we'll, we'll chat about the Nats and what we should do in terms of their next game. That's against the Marlins. We'll look back at the weekend with the Nationals because last time we spoke they were in the in the uh, midst of a four game losing skid and now they've won three in a row and you know what to do when you got a streaking team let's go streaking you take the hot team so we'll talk Nats and all of a sudden they're they're turning some things around and I wonder why I wonder why maybe it's because finally they're actually hitting some baseballs homeboy Lane Thomas with those three jacks on Friday night Juan Soto with three homers in two games the bats are starting to come alive. Now let's see if the pitching can catch up. Uh, NBA Finals as well. Did you watch the whole game last night? I watched up until the Warriors were up by 30, and I said, that's a wrap. And thank goodness I had money on Golden State. Uh, and I gave out uh, the Celtics on Friday night. Now, you didn't hear me officially say take Golden State. I had the text to prove it. I got the website and <laughs> Bet Rivers to prove it. But I took uh, Golden State minus the five. I got in on it when it was at minus five at the 11th hour. And I was like, oh, man. Because I think it opened up at four, four and a half. And then by about eight, uh, like 7.58, it closed at uh, minus five. And I was like, oh, they better not win by... Four, 
I better not push. And it wasn't even a sweat. So it was a big 19-point victory, 107-88. Total really came under. How does this affect the series going forward? We'll take a look at that. We'll preview game three, which is on Wednesday night. they got to give them time to, to fly back and forth. But this series is wide open. And just on Friday, after the Celtics won game one, I told you, take Golden State, get in the value at plus 140 for the series. Hopefully you did that. We'll check out how that affects the series price, the futures price, all of that straight ahead here on the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. And I also want to get into the commanders really trying hard. They're doing that Johnny try hard stuff when it comes to promotions and trying to get us to think that they're actually going to give a crap about the fans. They unveiled like these, the schedule of um, all of these um, fan appreciation and team celebrations for the upcoming 22 season. And I guess they're going to go a whole year looking for a mascot and they're going to unveil it like on new year's Eve or something next year. Oh, and they're going to unveil a new fight song too in the summer. So, Hey, you know, God bless them. They're really trying hard. Will it mean a pile of uh, grapes? Is that right? I don't even know what the expression is. Will it mean anything to you that they're trying hard? Or is it just all about, hey, just win games, man. Just win some football. Right? Just just win. Just win. So we'll get into that as well. Let's start with the uh, Washington Nationals. And, uh, hey, they've won three straight, man. Three in a row, and on Friday night they were they were struggling. They got down early, and then all of a sudden, dude, Lane Thomas just goes off for three homers. And when he got going, and then Juan Soto hit a jack. I think Nelson Cruz got in on the action. It's like all of a sudden you jumpstart the car, and then everybody's on board, and the juice is there. Everybody's got the juice now. You got the juice. I got the juice. No, you got the juice. So the Nationals all of a sudden have got the juice. And they wrapped it up with another victory yesterday. Patrick Corbin started and struggled early, but then he cooled off. He got settled. Josiah Gray got the win prior. Eric Fetty actually pitched decently enough. He got through like four and a third, I think. And then the bullpen did their job. So... As much as we want to break down and be all X's and O's and, and, and make stuff really complicated, you know, Skipper Davey Martinez, I watch these press conferences and it's just very simple stuff. Why are the bats coming alive? Because they're actually swinging at strikes. They're not taking pitches. Like Juan Soto, up until this past weekend, was really, was really struggling. And you could just watch him at the plate. He was taking pitches way too close. He was bitching and moaning about the strike zone. Like, just go up there. If it's a strike, swing at it. And that's what Davey said, uh, I believe, on Saturday. Hey, I told the guys. I'm not going to do my Davey Martinez imitation. But he was just basically saying, I told them we got to swing at strikes. Like, you're, we're taking too many pitches. If it's the first ball, is there a strike? You swing at it. Like, it's okay. Which, again, that comes back to, like, the disconnect because we think that these players are so coached, right? No, it's really them v. pitcher when they go to the plate. It's all about their approach. If they want to swing at a strike, maybe they'll get some backlash later. But this old adage, it goes, it runs, like, in our blood for so many years. Like, take take a pitch until you get a strike. Well, no, you don't have to do that. It's up to you, man. Like, you get in the box... That first pitch is a good-looking pitch right down the middle. You're taking a stroke. You're taking a swing. 
And that's what has happened since Davey came out and said that he told his players, look, when you get a good pitch to hit, you're swinging. Stop taking so many pitches. And Juan Soto, my God, he's so fantastic. He is, he's public enemy number one on that. Like he's got such a great eye, but he's almost overthinking it when he's in the dish or at the dish where he has taken really good pitches that he could be swinging at. And on Saturday, my God, his second homer, a three-run blast. They were down 7-3, so good for them. They don't quit, they don't give up, so there's still that fight, which I respect the hell out of, right? Could be just mailing it in, but they don't mail it in. Hats off to skipper David Martinez, right? So they're down 7-3 on Saturday. I think it was in the seventh inning. And, uh, And Soto comes to the plate, and he's got two guys on. And it was like a video game homer. He just Put out his bat, and that baby was gone, baby gone, like uh, Casey Affleck. That's that's bad. So he, when he swings, I mean, it's like, why are you taking so many pitches? So this is why you don't take pitches. Just get up there and hack. And good for Davey Martinez. Good for his players for responding to that demand and that, uh, like, not demand, but to that suggestion. Look, we're up there to swing the bat. Stop taking pitches. And ever since then, you had Lane Thomas a three-run night on Friday night. Uh, you got David Mar- Excuse me. You got uh, Juan Soto more homers. Nelson Cruz getting on the action. Josh Bell swinging the bat better. And then you got dudes that really you weren't counting on, like Garcia in the nine or eight spot coming through with some big RBIs late. Well, that's just great to see. It's fantastic to see. So they get the victories, three straight over the Reds. I think I gave out Cincinnati on Friday night because the Nats had lost four straight. But, hey, you take your L's, you take your W's, and you move on. And I'm, I'm saying it right now. When we look forward to uh, tomorrow night's game, uh, when they're, when they're um, facing off against the Marlins down in Miami, my lean right now on a Monday is to take the red-hot team. And that's the uh, Washington Nationals who uh, – <laughs> Let's see if there's a line out. Probably not out uh, just quite yet because uh, there it's, yeah, it's going to be tomorrow. But uh, let's see if the line has improved at all for them uh, in the NL East, according to Bet River Sportsbook. Uh, now still at 40, plus 40,000 to win the NL East. But it's good to see at least they've got a pulse, at least they've got a heart rate, and they're coming out and hacking. And now we just need the starting pitching to catch up. Which, you know, arguably, it's getting there. It's not the most beautiful and wonderful thing. But if they can get Steven Strasburg back in the mix, make a little push. Look, I'm not saying they're going to make the postseason or make the playoffs, but at least make it a little more appealing to support this ball club. And I think they they did a nice job over the weekend of doing that and saying, hey, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. we got plenty of baseball uh, left to come. So the Nats, no game tonight. But they do face off against the Marlins tomorrow in Miami. And I'm guessing, you know, they're going to be another uh, another underdog on the road. Uh, because, in fact, the last three games that the Nationals won, I believe, the Bet Rivers, they were underdogs in every game. Now, it wasn't the, you know, they weren't huge underdogs. Uh, but there was a little bit of value uh, each time 
you took the Nationals over the weekend. So we're going to ride these Nats tomorrow. We'll get into that more on Tuesday, but just a little uh, just a little preview of what I'm thinking because they've won three straight. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10, 21-35 overall, and their road record is not abysmal. It's 12-17, and 17, which is not pathetic. They face a Marlins team tomorrow that is 12-14 at home, 10-16 away, just one game better than the Nationals, and they're given much better odds to win the NLEs at Bet Rivers. So go figure. So tomorrow we're going to hammer when coming hammer time on the uh, Washington Nationals because they are right now a hot ball club. All right, straight ahead, DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. Let's get into the NBA Finals. Uh, the uh, the tide has turned a little bit. Now Golden State wins game number two. The series is even at 1-1 as we swing back east to Beantown for game three on Wednesday. Some thoughts about what happened last night. And my God, even though I had money on Golden State, just Draymond Green, I cannot stand this dude. And yet, he's still out there. He's still fighting for you. Uh, and his, his shenanigans are just really hard to root for. So I had money on Golden State. I wasn't rooting for them. Does that make sense? <laughs> NBA Finals Shatter next. And we'll get into the Commanders a little bit later on, and they are just really trying hard to win you back. That's next. DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran from VEASAN. Bet Rivers has your bases covered with early week betting fun. Your baseball bet gets a little extra pop at Bet Rivers Sportsbook every Tuesday. Just log into Bet Rivers and receive a 20% profit boost on a baseball bet every Tuesday during the season. Use it on straight bets, player props, or a same game parlay. You decide. Log on to the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com and get your 20% profit boost today. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 888 532 3500. Do me a favor, download, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Hey, Bet River Sportsbook is your home for betting on the pivotal Game 3 matchup between Boston and Golden State. And 3 is the magic number. When you bet on any player's total 3-pointers prop bet, you'll get a free bet for every 3 made in the game. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Bet on the 3s in Game 3 and score yourself free bets. Make sure your bets are at BetRivers.com or on the BetRivers app. App presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth must be 21 playable in Virginia only gambling problem. Call 888-532-3500. Speaking of the NBA finals, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I watched the first two and a half quarters and when Golden State went up by 29, I somehow some way was able to just pass out on my couch. It was beautiful. Woke up and they went by 19. So I saw really when it mattered, and this is an absolutely amazing series to be entertained by and to wager on. Because right now, as we speak, on Monday, I have absolutely no clue which way and which direction this series will go. I said from the jump, and maybe I have to go back to what I actually thought from the start, and that was Golden State was going to win in five or six. I just didn't think Boston had the firepower. Now, as you look at the future bets at BetRivers.com, Golden State now is minus 115. If you bet on Golden State before game one, down one zip to win the series, they're at plus 140. And that's what I said on Friday you should do. Celtics are minus 106. I think we saw... Last night, why I have liked Golden State in the series. And there's one simple word. 
and that is firepower. Firepower. That's really what it is. If you're Golden State and you got a guy like Jordan Poole all of a sudden going off like he did last night, the Celtics don't have a dude like that, right? They've got veteran players who can perform and sort of find that fountain of youth, say like Al Horford for one game or maybe a game and a half. But when there's that X factor like Jordan Poole, another guy who can just stretch the floor, yes, a big Jay Billis word, shoot the three and bring absolute energy and excitement. Dude making that 45-footer at halftime, that was like, (laughs) yeah, game's over, man. It's Golden State's night, right? Like, he brings that sort of energy, that effort, and that, okay, we don't know exactly what we're going to get, but he's in the cupboard, and he can come out and really make us a better and effective team. And I know, Golden State has the usual suspects. Curry, Thompson, Wiggins, and Draymond Green. But this guy, Poole, and I've said this before, scares the hell out of me if I'm an opposing uh, coach. He's sort of like the X Factor. And and he came to play last night, was super duper effective in the victory. And that's why I still lean to Golden State getting this thing done. Uh, it, may, it may last longer than I expected in five or six. But I, I just think the firepower is still advantage for Golden State. I mean, the Celtics, it's not like Golden State's the greatest defensive team in the world. It's really hard to score just 14 points in a quarter in the NBA these days. And that's what the Celtics did in the third. Golden State did the old rope-a-dope or the old okey-doke because they were outscored 40-16 to in game uh, one in the fourth quarter. And then Golden State came out after being up 52-50 at the break outscoring Boston 35-14 in that third quarter. And that was a wrap. I mentioned Pooley had 17 off the bench in 23 minutes. Curry had 29 points in 32 minutes. Klay Thompson was not good. He had 11 points in 30 minutes on 4 of 19 shooting. And they won by 19. So the Celtics, the idea after game one was, hey... Our best player, Jason Tatum, stunk up the joint shooting-wise, and we still won by, what, 12. We scored 40 points in the fourth quarter in game one. In game two, Tatum was much better. He had 28 points, but this is stunning. Can we just break down analytics and all that crap for a second? Okay. The Celtics is starting five outside of Jalen Brown and Tatum. So Tatum had 28 points. Jalen Brown had 17 Marcus Smart had two points in 25 minutes. Robert Williams III had two points in 14 minutes. Al Horford, who was fantastic in game one, two points in 28 minutes. So three of your starters in a game two of an NBA Finals combined. Yes, you know it. Six points. Six points. That's insanity. The Celtics only had three players in double figures. Derek White had 12 points off the bench, but just four 13 shooting. And when it comes right down to it again, firepower. Yes, you can have firepower in one game like they did in game one. And then it just goes poof in game two. But Golden State, you know those guys, at least two of those dudes, two and a half, three. And then... 
they got the Celtics. That's why, again, advantage Golden State. So take a look at uh, Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Download that app as well. Uh, right now for game number three, you guessed it. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be tight. Uh, gonna be very very dicey uh, on Wednesday night. Got some time to dissect, but right now the Celtics are minus three and a half at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. The uh, total is two twelve in the hook. The Celtics are minus one fifty nine to win, and the Warriors are plus one thirty five. My God, this is going to be another good sweat no matter which way you play it. I expect that uh, home court is really going to help the Celtics. But as I mentioned, Golden State weapons. Celtics, yeah, they've got some, but they all have to like literally be on the same page at the same time. It's like the stars aligning like it did in game one. And I just don't see it happening again. So you can kind of tell where I'm leaning for or two for game number three on uh, Wednesday night. The Celtics have won each of their last games, eight games, though, as favorites against the Warriors. Let me repeat that. The Celtics have won each of the last eight games as favorites against the Warriors. And that's the case on Wednesday. (laughs) Although there was like a trend I set out there the other day that didn't come through. So trends are also made to be broken. And it could happen on uh, on uh, on Wednesday night. But my early lean is to take the Warriors getting the plus three and a half. And I felt like the Warriors were really playing tight in game number two. And the Celtics did nothing to put that pressure and keep that pressure on the Warriors. Like Poole coming in, providing that spark in that half-court three at the horn. That was humongous, right? That was at halftime, right? Or was that the third quarter? I don't know. But whatever, whenever it was, it was a big-time shot. When, when did Poole hit that shot? This is going to drive me nuts. Make, let me make sure that Poole shot. It was must have been the end of the third quarter. Um, third quarter. My mistake. I said halftime earlier. So it was the third quarter, right? It was a wrap when he hit that three. We all knew it was over. That's why I'm going to stick with the... Um, Stick with the Warriors. Low total, excuse me, a low spread on the road. I usually like to go towards the underdog in a spot like this anytime that spread is really low. Like, as example, game one on the road for the Celtics, they were getting three and a half, and they won easily. Golden State almost in a flip-flop position. Now you're in Boston getting points. The thinking may be, oh, Boston's back home. They should take care of business. No, I'm going to stick with the Golden State Warriors and their firepower and go a little bit heavy on the Warriors come Wednesday. But again, we got time. We have time before game number three. But just a fascinating series so far. Draymond Green's killing me. He's amazingly not uh, ejected out of every game. Guy whines and cries more than I've ever seen in my life. He's trying to pull down people's shorts. He got kicked out for a game against Memphis, trying to pull some dude's jersey down. The amazing ability for this league to continue to tolerate him because, oh, well, they don't want to kick out superstars. He's not even a superstar. Kick out stars in crucial moments. And it brought back memories of, remember when they uh, the NBA literally would suspend players for coming off the bench. And it wasn't like they were coming off the bench. It was if they went over the line into the court for a second, they would get ejected. I mean, what a league this guy this has become. Like you got rules, stick with them. If you don't, then what the hell are we doing? 
It's amazing. So many times refs say, oh, we officiate the same as we did in the first minute and then the last minute. No, of course you don't. And it's okay to say we don't. And that's how they're treating Draymond Green. Now, again, I backed Golden State last night, but he was so lucky not to get kicked out. Just extremely lucky after that. He already had a technical when he tried to pull down Jalen Brown's shorts. And at the moment, I didn't realize that. And then I saw Jalen Brown say afterwards, yeah, he was trying to pull down my shorts. Or I felt like he was trying to pull down my shorts. I mean, only a guy, he's tried to pull down shorts, he's tried to pull down jerseys, he kicked dudes in the nuts, and yet he's a great teammate, and oh my God, get the hell out of here. My little rant. So it's very hard for me to root for Golden State, but if my money's on them, okay, I'll take it. I guess I'll do that again in game three. My God. All right, straight ahead, we're going to chat a little Commanders. Back in the news, they're trying really hard to uh, to ingratiate themselves to the fans. What a, what a novel concept, right? Try to treat your fans with respect and honor. Wow. Whoever came up with that PR idea is a genius. We'll chat about that next. DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran from VEASAN. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21, playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 Monday rolls on. Summer's here. Uh, yes, almost uh, time for schools to be out. Get back to the pool. Get back to the beach. This is this is the best time of the year. And uh, reminder, Bet River Sportsbook is your home for betting on the pivotal game three matchup between Boston and Golden State. And three is a magic number. When you bet on any players' total three-pointers prop bet, you'll get a free bet for every three made in the game. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Bet on the threes in game three and score yourself free bets. Make your bets at betrivers.com or on the Bet Rivers app. Presented by Rivers Casino, Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia. Only gambling problem. Call 1-888-532-3500. Uh, there is some uh, baseball tonight locally. I know the Nats aren't playing, but the Terps of Maryland facing off against uh, UConn College Baseball. And yes, you can wager on college baseball at betrivers.com. Last time I checked, Maryland was minus 134 tonight, taking on UConn, a team that they beat yesterday in dramatic fashion. Uh, Minus 136, my mistake. So I'm going to stick with Maryland, stick with the home team, root on the home team, and put some money on them tonight. Maryland taking on UConn. College baseball, man, like I would love to get into it. I like when local teams are doing well, but this sounds really petty, but I hate the bats. Like they need, it, it, in 2022, we can't use wood bats in high school and uh, in college, I guess because it's just too expensive, too many broken bats, but it's a big difference, right? If you hit, have you hit with a, bat, a wood bat and then a, an aluminum bat, the sound is just brutal. Uh, Anyways, there's my two cents on that. So. <laughs> I mean, that's you know, like growing up, you watch you watch the pros, you watch the majors, and you just hear the sound of the wooden bats. It's fantastic. And then you start playing, and it's all this ping, this ping. It's just not the crack of the bat is not the same. I'm not saying that's why people aren't interested. It's just for me personally, I'm like, ah, oh, man, I wish they used wood bats. Use those maple bats. Come on. 
Uh, so Maryland minus 136 tonight is a chance to go to the Super Regionals. I don't know when the last time they went to the Super Regionals was and if that was ever. Maybe it's a first. Uh, I, I'm not sure. But good luck to them tonight uh, out in College Park. The uh, Commanders, meantime, still no stadium, still no idea what they're going to do with their future. Uh, Virginia doesn't want to vote on appropriating tax dollars to build this stadium for an organization that has just been crappy for 30 years, mainly because of their owner, Daniel Snyder, who hires people who are terrified of him because you're just happy to be getting paid, happy to be getting a paycheck. And I know this for a fact that was echoed many times by people that work for this guy. That's one of the big mantras, the big themes. You're working for an NFL team. You should be happy. You don't want to risk losing that job, right? How many how many chances do you get to work for an NFL team, right? So that was their selling point before. You should be happy that you are working for an NFL team. And it's almost as if that's how they were treating their fans. You should be happy that you have an NFL team to root for. And we are going to nickel and dime you. We're going to charge you a boatload for parking and tickets and yada, yada. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, there you got this new uniform change. All of a sudden, you got your owner who's under investigation. All of a sudden, the leaks are coming out about how pathetic and how awful this owner is. And now you, you, the people that work for him have got to change his image or change at least the team's image. And they're coming out with different ideas and fan engagement for the upcoming 22 season. And it's about time that they are actually extending and trying to do everything they can to appease and please and respect the fan base. Because you and I know they have not done this for many years. And when you get sort of used to the uh, total neglect of the fan base, and we've seen it with the attendance Like, that's one thing. If they sucked, which they have, but they're really good at still engaging with their fan base and saying, come on, you know, we will do this for you, this for that, blah, blah, blah. People would still come even if they sucked, right? They're they're bad NFL teams and they still get great support. But Washington, bad owner, bad fan engagement, terrible support. You do the math. It's pretty simple why that disconnect occurred. Because they didn't value their fans. But allegedly, now they are trying to figure out how to bring the fans back. So they came out today with these uh, themes for games coming up. Week one, preseason, 8-13, the team's going to debut a new team fight song. Now, week 17, the new mascot will be revealed. So it's going to take a whole year to reveal a new mascot. And they're also going to be honoring the Hogs that day. They're, they're going to have Alumni Day coming back. So maybe, just maybe, they're figuring things out. Like, okay, we got a terrible owner, but if we can make him sign off on some of these ideas and some of these events, then maybe the fans will start buying up our tickets. And maybe people will be more positive about a possible new stadium in Virginia or wherever the hell this new stadium is going to be. But we all know what theme everyone is interested in. And that is actually playing winning football, coming out with a purpose, being effective, not playing for the future, playing for that Sunday. My God, it is long overdue. Remember two years ago when Coach Ron, team made the playoffs eventually, said early. And when they were giving up games or they weren't calling timeouts or anything. Well, we knew we weren't going to win the game. Like, stop with all of that. 
turn your brain around and think about winning this year. Year three for Ron, big year. Big year for this organization, new nickname, new logo, new uniform. Come on, man. Please, help me help you or help you help me do something positive. Stay positive. Stop being you-know-whats and maybe they're on the right track. Track with these uh, themes and trying to win the fans back over. They're trying really hard. I respect it. Trying really hard, but come on, let's come through with it. Just don't put these things on paper and, and feel like it's a great idea. Execute them. Execute them. Before I go, I do want to give myself credit. If you recall two weeks ago, I said, take Rafael Nadal plus 350 at Bed River Sportsbook. It's the disrespect for a champion is unbelievable, unparalleled, unmatched. And he cruised over Casper Ruud in the finals on Sunday. Winner. I gave out Nadal against Novak Djokovic on uh, the quarterfinals. That was like last Thursday. Winner. When there is so much disrespect shown to a champion and getting great value, like Rafael Nadal, my God, you've got to take the disrespected champion. Now, I'm not saying he's going to win Wimbledon. Probably won't even come close. I know he's got some foot issues, so that's always dicey. Had to suck it up and get through the uh, French Open final, I guess, with cortisone shots before his match and still wipe Kasparud off the court. Um, Wimbledon is uh, coming up soon and be here before we know it and Novak Djokovic is the overwhelming favorite at minus 120 Carlos Alcaraz plus 500 our guy Nadal is at uh, plus 550 Matteo Berrettini out of Italy is plus 1100 but I just wanted to mention just wanted to mention how brilliant Rafael Nadal is at 36 says he loves what he does. And for some of you, 36 may be old, but for us that are older than that, you know what? You still, you still got some left in the tank. (laughs) You're still spry. (laughs) Still got something. So good for him to win the uh, French open. And for someone like me, great return on putting just a, a little bit of investment on him at the start of the season, and it turned into a fantastic profit by the end. That's what it's all about. Just having fun, making some money. Who knows? But, I mean, it's great to have Rafael Nadal come through uh, for yours truly. Uh, Also, before I go, I do have to mention the sort of viral video that came out. I know Bradley Beal of the Wizards is going to sign all this money. He's going to play for the Wizards next year. Uh, came out, I guess somebody filmed him giving his AAU squad some words of wisdom, I'm assuming after a loss or something. And look, I'm not trying to be one of those people that says negative stuff or, uh, well, that's not true, but uh, I'm not trying to be critical. But what struck me about this video from Bradley Beal yelling at his AAU team about sacrifice and doing what it takes and not worrying about stats to win the game. There was more energy and fire in Bradley Beal than I've ever seen before. I guess he's like a pseudo coach or runs his own AAU. But I'm like, where's the fire that you have there that we never have ever seen with the Wizards? Ever. I'm not 
being critical. I'm just making an observation. Like, have you ever seen Bradley Beal get in a teammate's face or rile up his own coach or his squad? Or My point being is take your own advice. You're going to make $250 million this summer. Challenge yourself to be better. Like you're challenging your own players. It's almost like you should be talking to yourself. Check out the video if you haven't. It's not a big deal. I know these kids are in high school and he's in coach mode. He's in operations mode. But I would like to see players sort of have that understanding of like, huh, well, when I'm on the other side of it and I'm a player and I have a coach going after me, I can't sulk. I can't mope. I got to respond. So maybe just maybe Bradley Beal is starting to get it because he's saying, okay, if I can dish it out to my players who I know want to attain high levels of basketball, then I got to I got to think about it on my own terms as well. That if somebody challenges me, hey, I've challenged my players. Somebody else can challenge me. Does that make sense? I think it makes sense. Again, not a big deal, but I just thought it was very interesting that this kid was showing so much excitement, energy, and enthusiasm towards his own AAU squad that I have never seen before. He's very mellow and mild. And yet, boy, when he was coaching, I was like, oh, this is, whoa, this is Bradley Beal. I love it. I loved it. Not saying I didn't like it. That's the thing. I loved what he was saying. But I would love for him to take what he's saying to his players and turn it inside of himself and demand more and demand better. I think I think you know what I'm saying there. All right, so to recap uh, tonight's action, we're taking Maryland baseball and the NCAA regionals. Yeah, we're betting some baseball tonight in college, my friend. Minus 136, like Maryland, they're at home. Came back and beat UConn. Same team they're facing tonight. We'll take the Terps to advance to the uh, Super Regionals. Uh, We are going to hold off until the Nationals and the Marlins tomorrow. And we'll talk about Game 3 as well between the Celtics and the Warriors more at length. That will be tomorrow. Appreciate you checking us out here on the DC CityCast. Presented by Bed River Sportsbook. Do not forget, follow me at jfrankhanran at betrivers.com. And at Vicent Live. Appreciate your support. Let's keep this bad boy rolling. We'll chat to you tomorrow. This has been the DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Frank Handran from Vicent. See you.